Fame Absolutely and amazing. the Surfing Hall of Fame. I'd like to uh, call the Planning Commission study session to order. Oh, I banged it first, but okay. Um, and I'd like to welcome everybody to the January 23rd, 2024 Huntington Beach Planning Commission study session. While, while the Planning Commission welcomes public input and free speech, it rejects comments from anyone that are discriminatory, defamatory, or otherwise not protected speech. Those comments will not inform nor be considered by the Planning Commission and may be cause for the chair to interrupt the speaker. Such comments will not be uh, consented to or otherwise adopted by the Planning Commission in its discussions and findings for any matter tonight. Thank you. And at this point, um, Mr. Coit, can you do the roll call? Commissioner Adams is absent. Um, Commissioner Kennedy. Here. Vice Chair Twining. Here. Chair Pellman. Here. Commissioner Wood. Here. Commissioner Rodriguez. Here. Commissioner Costa Galvan. Here. We have a quorum. Thank you. And um, at this time, do we have any public comments? We have no one signed up for public comments. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay, so there's no speakers. So next on the agenda in our study session item, uh, which is the zoning map amendment cleanup overview and staff, um, I believe we have a presentation. Yes, yes we do. Yeah. Uh, Madeline Welch, associate planner, will give the presentation. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening, chair and members of the planning commission. Tonight's study session item is an overview for the zoning map amendment project that was brought um, to study session in October of 2023 and has been reorganized based on direction uh, provided from that study session meeting. This item, um, this is zoning map amendment cleanup overview and I'm Madeline Welch, the project planner. So to provide some background, as you know, the general plan is a comprehensive blueprint that provides a framework um, for the city's resources and guides decisions regarding the land use through 2040. California state law section 65860 requires that the zoning ordinance for every city be consistent with the general plan. This is because the zoning ordinance and the zoning map are tools that are used to implement the general plan. So they should be consistent, specifically the land use element of the general plan. With that, staff has identified 141 parcels that, which have zoning designations that are inconsistent with the general plan. For additional background, since staff has identified parcels throughout the city that have become inconsistent over time as the general plan updates have occurred, with the last update being in 2017, this amendment is prompted as a housekeeping item to clean up such inconsistencies, um, essentially a long overdue cleanup. So when the inconsistencies exist, properties are then considered non-conforming. So this amendment is not only important to comply with state law, but to also relieve such sites of those limitations that occur when non-conformities exist. The proposed designations will generally correspond to the pattern of the existing uses on site since the sites are mostly already developed. Um, staff has broken down this project into phases, bringing one phase to the commission at a time. And during each phase, staff will go through every parcel um, included in this proposal to allow the commission the opportunity to have a deeper understanding of each parcel and what each amendment will look like. 
So we have revised our community outreach efforts, and this includes expanding the noticing for the project to not only the subject parcels, but also to the properties within at least 300 foot radius of each subject site, as well as sending out the notice uh, for each hearing a month before, um, instead of the required 10 days to allow the community additional time to review the notice, to contact staff with any questions or concerns they may have, or to provide additional time for them to plan ahead should they wish to attend the meeting. We have also added additional language on the notices that were sent to the property owners of the subject sites, which includes information on the option to opt out should they wish to do so. Phase one of this project um, includes 17 of the 141 parcels, which will be presented at tonight's Planning Commission hearing. The notices for phase one were sent out a month from a month prior from today's date, and it included 2,200 notices. So here is the tentative schedule uh, with all 141 parcels split up into six phases. Um, essentially, it's a breakdown of the first phase will be city parks and city-owned properties. The second phase will be sites that are developed as churches or schools. Phase three will be the 25 parcels that are located within the coastal zone. And these are separated because with this zoning map amendment, it will also include a local coastal program amendment. Phase four will include utility type of properties um, proposed to be amended to the public and semi-public zone. Phase five, phase five will include properties with the proposed amendment to the commercial zone. And phase six will be residential. And that concludes my presentation and I'm available for any questions. Thank you. First of all, I'd like to thank um, staff um, for taking the direction of the commission um, to basically lay out that, split it up so that it's easier to follow. And so I wanted to commend you all for, for doing that. And thank you. It's going to make it much easier to follow, at least in my opinion. Um, are there any commissioners that would like to speak? Um, yeah, <clears throat> I have some. Commissioner Kennedy? Yep. Then, yeah. <clears throat> is this the time for just some questions? Yeah. First off, to echo Chairman Pellman, yes. the way you guys broke it out, thank you for taking the direction. It, it really makes it uh, easy to understand. You grouped it in like bodies and really logical. You did a nice job with the blowouts. And it was well done. With that said, there's a few questions I had just in, in reading through. So my first question would be, do we currently have an adopted general plan? Yes. Okay. Yes. So one of the stipulations that says to having an adopted general plan is to have consistency in the parcels. So how can we have an adopted general plan with inconsistencies? How did they adopt the plan? So the general plan is adopted first and provides the framework for zoning follow-up. This is part of that process of making the zoning consistent with the general plan. It's, it's literally what we're doing. Okay. It, okay. Um, it, it almost seemed like it would be better to get the zoning in place than adopt the plan. It's almost backwards. Well, the general plan is 
sort of the policy document and the zoning is the implementation. So in the hierarchy or structure of these types of documents, the general plan is sort of the guide for the zoning. So generally speaking, um, the council will set the policies, including the land use policies, the land use map, and then the zoning follows. Okay. Okay. I mean, just based on how it's written, though, it's, 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 it is a contradiction. It says in order to have an adopted general plan, you have to have no inconsistencies. So by virtue of the definition of an adopted general plan, it does seem to be a contradiction. Just a statement. I understand where you're coming from, but if you, if you read what it takes to have an adopted plan, you would not have consistencies because you would have not met the definition of an adopted plan lacking consi uh, inconsistencies whether it's a policy document or not. That's just the way it's written. That's how I wrote, read it. But that's just an observation. Um, of the 2,200 notices that went out, what I think would be uh, helpful is the response rate. How many people replied or responded? And it would be either nice to know how many either replied so the response rate or how many didn't? It's one or the other. It's basically the same mathematics. Do you Matt, have Maddie that? Can give you that I do, yes. We oh. received five inquiries um, when the notices were sent out. Three were inquiring for more further detail um, because they resided near one of the parks. And then two were, oh, they had questions about um, if this amendment um, was including any development on those sites. And we stated that this is uh, specifically mapping purposes and directed them to the community services department. Um, any projects done on parks is through that department. This is only, there's no project or development proposed with this. Right, so thank you. So on these uh, zoning cleanups, you know, this is pretty much a straightforward thing. There's no residential effect. There's. There's nobody who's going to face a consequence because they're non-conforming or, or there's a new up or down zone for them. So that doesn't, that's fine. But five out of 2,200 is, I mean, in a marketing <laughs> uh, metric, that would be terrible. When we get to other ones that are more consequential, I mean, you would hope that there is a much better response rate. I would be looking for a, a failure rate indicating maybe that these residents did not receive uh, the document or you would think that there would be somebody who really has a vested interest like when we get to the resi part of it and some of these other ones, you would hope that uh, we would have a much better response rate uh, either to some extent. So hopefully we can track that along the way. I personally would like to see the envelope that goes out and the, do and the, um, the mail piece to make sure it's easily understood and, and identifiable as something that should be opened. Because I think it is important for these residents that when they uh, have zoning changes that are gonna affect their property, whether it's negligible or, or not, to make sure they understand what that piece of mail is because we all get a lot of mail. Yeah, we anticipate that as we move forward and get to some of the more, as, as, you, as you mentioned, ones that affect private property owners, there'll be uh, more interest in these, um, these cleanup amendments. Okay, all right. Um, okay. In the future, I'm gonna just delineate my questions. I, I put them all on all my notes and then they get lost in the shelf. I, I don't want it to be 
too long in trying to find my uh, questions, but uh, there was one other question I did have. So, you, it says it, that uh, on the legislation text 23-1073, it says it's asking for the exemption for the environmental signing section 15-183. And then later on in that legislation text, it says CEQA is not applicable. So if it's not applicable, why are we asking for an exemption? Well, so part of um, reviewing a project, there's a CEQA, essentially like a CEQA analysis for it, and there's exemptions. And so this project can be exempt from CEQA. So it's stating that. For the study session, there's no, because it's just a study session, there's no action taken. There's, um, there's no applicable CEQA for this part of the meeting because this planning commission's not taking any action. There's no, um, there's no CEQA involvement in this part. It's just. Aren't we being asked to vote on this tonight? Tonight at the public hearing. So as part of the public hearing, you'll be, you'll be making essentially two actions. One will be a CEQA action and the other will be a recommendation on the zoning map amendment. For purposes of the study session, there's no action and no CEQA um, that's requested. So can, can I ask you to hold that question until we're into the next phase of our meeting? Okay. Is, is that okay? And yeah. I can give Commissioner Rodriguez a chance here, okay? Thank you. Commissioner Rodriguez. Yeah, I mean, I just want to piggyback off the question, but I think overall this is just the policy direction. Should should that parcel or whatever parcel we're talking about decide to be developed, then there would be some CEQA involved, correct? At that time? That, that's, how, that's how I'm sort of understanding his question. Yeah, yes, yeah. at the time an action is taken, yeah, that's so, when a CEQA so, action will so be right taken. So right now it's just the general policy that we're, we're passing, it doesn't exclude CEQA because if there's something developed on that site in the future, that, that property may need to go seek review based on the project itself, correct? Yeah, so there'll be two. So the, tonight, at tonight's public hearing, the Planning Commission will be taking a CEQA action on the map change recommendation, so changing from whatever it is now to open space, parks, and recreation, and what those CEQA impacts are or consequences are, which the staff is going to say that there, there aren't any because there's no physical change in the environment. Okay. Potentially, at a later future time, if there is a park project um, with full development, yeah, there would be a CEQA process for that park project, potentially, yeah. So, so it sounds like, though, that um, the parks that are on here are all developed, correct? Yeah, so if they ever somewhere down the line they decided to do a park project and it was extensive enough, it might require CEQA. It may, like something like a change out of a playground, may not, it really okay. depends on whatever the future holds. Okay, thank you for that clarification, thank you. Okay, is there anyone else? Yeah, I have uh, one okay. more question. Sure. Could you go back to the date slide, please? Uh, so we're looking maybe, what, six months of ongoing commission, uh, commission meetings for this. Is there any, I mean, if we're looking at like today, 17 properties, is there like maybe schools, I'm assuming it's much less, could we combine that with something else to maybe shorten the time to, to three months, so to speak? I mean, this, is, this, this would be in addition to giving uh, 
you know, property owners still 30 days and, and mailing out things to 200 feet, you know. So I don't yeah. know. Would that be something that maybe we can talk about? Yeah. We can look into potentially combining some of these uh, okay. phases if, if it's possible. Okay. But we don't want to overwhelm the planning commission, so we broke it up enough. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. So thank you for that. Um, the other reason for breaking it up, mm -hmm. in my opinion, was that the um, <clears throat> it was much it was more difficult delineating where the different parks were when there was a lot of mm -hmm. or not parks, but you know parcels or properties or whatever when there when there was too many. So in my opinion, I would like that. <laughs> the uh, the calendar as okay. pre presented because uh, having so many parcels was could be really difficult to to manage in a meeting or at home when I'm reviewing documents so anybody else one last question please okay go ahead Sorry, Commissioner Listen, Kennedy we haven't met in a long time I always have questions <laughs> you know it's important mm -hmm. um, yeah and I think chair chairman Pellman uh, Chair Pellman asked this question prior to the start of the meeting, but how, when we do have an adopted general plan from 2017, how six years later, seven, almost seven years later, are we just now cleaning up 141 parcels? How are they missed in the first place? And I, I understand there's a lot going on in the city, but that's a, that's a long time in between a general plan and, and a cleanup. So they they wouldn't weren't necessarily missed, but they what this project was intended to be done right around 2019 is when we started it, and then what happened, um, as everyone knows, in early 2020 we entered the pandemic and we put this project on hold. Once we started coming out of COVID, we picked it back up again. But usually you do want to get your zoning done after your general plan within three to five years. So yeah, it is taking longer, but we put it on pause during COVID. We had to basically shift our the resources and priorities. Got it, all right, thank you. I'm smiling because my one final thought is, there's a typo on background. You left the uh, R out on the first slide. It says background, but <laughs> it, it, it made me smile. Um, I have and, one question. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, go ahead. Commissioner go ahead. Rodriguez. Go, and, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, Commissioner Twining. Just, just out of curiosity, does the staff anticipate in this first tranche of uh, cleanups, do you guys anticipate any, any uh, uh, pushback or concern that, uh, you know, you got five, five responses on, on this initial one? Do uh, you guys have any, any uh, uh, concern or anticipate that there might be pushback on any of these so we can we can pay extra time to those. Uh, are you talking about of all of them or just the tonight's? What's just, on tonight? Just tonight's. I'm we, sure there'll be some in the future, but no, just tonight's. Right. We, there isn't really any that um, raised the level. We met with both the community services department as well as public works, and they didn't see any issues either. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can tell you that I've looked at most of them, uh, and I thought they looked pretty good, so... Um, I'll just leave it at that. I just, didn't, I just wanted to know if we're going to have people pouring in here tonight Go no. Okay. All right. Thanks. Commissioner Rodriguez. Yeah, no, just uh, clarifying. So today we're not, change, we're, we're not changing the general plan, right? Because when I read the general plan, it says it's up to the year 2040. 
but you know tonight we're getting the zoning map amendment so just to be clear we're we're fixing the zoning we're fixing the zoning to match the general plan. general plan which the general plan was written in 2017 and is sort of the blueprint so correct okay yeah thank you okay um is there anyone else nope okay if there's no one else uh i think we're going to um basically conclude this part of the meeting and we're going to and there's no further questions um, we'll conclude this study session and we will recess until 6 p.m. and um, wanted to thank I hope everybody had a great holiday and New Year and um, anyway and wanted to thank um, the Planning Commission staff for providing the uh, study session that was very helpful thank you and at this point um, I'm going to read the welcome to the January 23rd uh, 2024 Huntington Beach Planning Commission meeting while the Planning Commission welcomes uh, public involvement and in free speech it rejects comments from anyone that are discriminatory, defamatory, or otherwise not protected speech. Those comments will not inform nor be considered by the Planning Commission and may cause for the chair to interrupt the speaker. Such comments will not be consented to or otherwise adopted by the Planning Commission in its discussion and findings for any matter tonight. Thank you. <clears throat> and this time, I'd like to call on Commissioner Kennedy to lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance. All right, right hand over your heart. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. <clears throat> Okay, and at this point, um, may I please have roll call? Commissioner Adam. Here. Commissioner Kennedy. Here. Vice Chair Twining. Here. Chair Pellman. Here. Commissioner Wood. Here. Commissioner Rodriguez. Here. Commissioner Acosta Galvan. Here. We have a quorum. Thank you. Okay, now it's time for public comments um, for items that are not on the agenda this evening. Do we have any public comments? We have no public comments. Thank you. Okay, at this point, um, next on the agenda is the nomination and election of the Planning Commission Chair. And um, I would like to make a motion to set aside the um, bylaws and policies overseeing the election of the chair and vice chair. Do I have a second? I have I'll, a, I have I'll a second question. that. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I, I know that last year when we sort of went through this sort of procedure, um, there there was an, sort of an updated or some, some discussion item about updating the, the bylaws. So just wondering where that conversation went or why weren't well, the bylaws changed? Well, I, I basically was going to put through a, some amendments to, to clean up that section because on one section it says the person who has the most uh, seniority and then the other section con conflicts with that and says the majority vote. Mm -hmm. So 
we'll just leave it like that. And in the future, if somebody would like to, if the planning commission would like to go with the other, then they can. Okay. So. So I I would just recommend I'd like to uh, I'd like to make like if if we're going to be moving forward based on who we want to choose as a majority, I feel like we should change the, the policy itself. I, I mean, I have no objection. Honestly, for me, I don't, I don't want, I, don't, I wouldn't want the position because I feel like it's sort of similar. I mean, we all have a vote, we all have a voice. Um, sure. Being a chair, being a vice chair, that to me is irrelevant because we're voted by our, um, it's sort of elected by, or appointed by our council members to do the job, which is to ensure that we follow the general plan and the zoning of the city. So again, to me, it's not whether I want to be uh, a vice chair or, or a chair, it's if we're going to have rules in place, then we should follow them. And if not, then we should change them. And if we want to change them, I'm okay with that. But we well, should go through that process first. I don't know. Just, just my take, but yeah. Commissioner Rodriguez, we do have both rules in place. Okay. So my position last um, January was to clean it up. Yeah. And then I thought, Okay, maybe that's not uh, where this commission is. We're, we were new at the time, and I'd be willing to look at cleanup language, yeah. you know, um, maybe ongoing. But at this point, we have a motion on the table and a second. Yeah, I, I think we know how the vote's going to go in general, which is it's fine. Sure. But I, I think um, maybe we should maybe yeah. have a task to maybe next, next month, let's clean it up. And I mean, if you want it to be majority, I have no objections to that, but sure. you know, okay. that, that's just my take. I don't know if, if anybody else wants to say something, but that's good. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'm, gonna, I'm supportive of it, but I, I just, I, let's clean it up, and it doesn't have to be conditioned upon this vote, but I would support, I'm gonna support the motion to, you guys wanna do that? But so, I would like to just, it would be nice to just clean it up so there's no discrepancy between two different I have the, the wording in place that I recommended, like probably I was going to recommend, but then I thought we were a new commission and I said, okay, we've already you know gone through that. We'll see what happens this time. So maybe it's time for that. And so um, I can ask uh, Mr. Ramos to pull out that wording that, um, that I had um, put together approximately nine or 10 months ago, and I you guys can that. look it over and see what you think, okay? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so at this point, I'd like to call for the vote. All, th all those in favor? Are we no. In favor of setting, setting aside? Yes. Okay. And um, we have six ayes. Commissioner Acosta-Galvan, uh, nay, motion carries. Thank you. Okay, at this point, um, I'd like to make a motion to uh, have um, Commissioner Twining be the uh, com chair commissioner. Is there a second? I'll second that motion. There's a motion and a second. Any discussion? Hearing no discussion, I'll call for the vote, please. Give me one moment. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Coit. Okay, we have five ayes. Commissioners Alcosta-Galvan and Rodriguez voting nay. Motion carries. 
Thank you. Okay, at this point. No, we gotta, we gotta oh, yeah. Point. No, I think you handle it now. Do I, if he's the chair, do I let him do the next one or do you want me to do it? It, uh, it doesn't matter, but don't move chairs yet. Okay. Because your, vote, right. your votes won't be recorded correctly. Okay. <laughs> at this point, um, I'd like to um, ask for a motion to um, elect the vice chair uh, as Commissioner Kennedy. I'd like to make a motion to elect Commissioner Kennedy vice chair of the Planning Commission. I'll second it. Any discussion? All those in favor? Okay, we have five ayes. Commissioners Acosta-Galvan and Rodriguez voting nay. Motion carries. Thank you again. Okay, at this point, can we switch now? A couple seconds. Okay, so I'm going to turn off my Yeah, just to clean it up. Can I say something prior? I just want to say thank you. You did a great job, prior chair. So thank you. I know we kind of hit our stride at first meeting in a little rough, but over that, you did a very nice job as we move through the process. So thank, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I got to get on my stuff. Got all my stuff now. while we're changing the names on the placards. I would like to personally thank our staff who's been fantastic. It's been a little, a little uh, uh, turnover, uh, but you guys are equally as great as the last staff. And I wanna thank you and I look forward to working with all of you. And I wanna thank our, our entire planning commission up here. They've been a pleasure to work with uh, as a planning commissioner. And as a token of the city's appreciation, because I didn't make this, uh, I do for, on behalf of the city, and the rest of the Planning Commission, I'd like to uh, give this to Tracy uh, okay. in appreciation for your service the last year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck to both of you. Oh, thank you. Oh. <laughs> thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> what? Wait. This is somebody's water. Okay. So... Rick, is this your water? Unopened. No, it's unopened. All okay. Okay. All right. Why is 
having a problem with my printer tonight. All right, we can move uh, forward. Again, thank you uh, to my, my planning commissioners. Uh, it'll be a, a pleasure to serve you over the next year. Thank you. Next on the agenda is the public hearing item zoning map amendment 23-001. Planning commissioners, please state your disclosures regarding this item. Please start on my right. Thank you. I do not have any. Skip public comments. That's. We, have we didn't have any. We already called yeah. for public comments. Uh, I do not have any disclosures on this topic. Thank you. None. Commissioner Kennedy. What about Tracy? No. She just said no. Oh, I have no disclosures, Chairman. I have no disclosures. I have no disclosures. None. None. And none. All right. Staff, may we please have the staff report presentation at this time? Yes. Uh, Madeline Willich, Associate Planner, will give the presentation. Thank you. Good evening, Chair and members of the Planning Commission. Tonight's item is a zoning map amendment consisting of city parks and city-owned properties. I am Madeline Welch, the project planner. So to begin, the project consists of 17 parcels um, with the request to amend the current zoning designations of such parcels to bring them into conformance with their general plan designations. The general plan is a comprehensive blueprint that provides the framework for the utilization and management of the city's physical and economic resources and guides the decisions regarding land use in the city through the year 2040. State law requires every city to adopt a general plan and requires that the zoning ordinance be consistent with it. The zoning map and ordinance and ordinance are tools that are used to implement the general plan and the land use element. And with that, staff has identified 17 parcels consisting of city parks and city-owned properties, which have zoning designations that are inconsistent with the general plan. So as such, this amendment is essentially a housekeeping item to clean up the zoning map, bring those parcels into conformance with the current general plan um, designations, and to eliminate any nonconformities. The parcels included in this request are, that are developed as city parks would be amended to open space for parks and recreation. The parcels that are um, included in this request that are developed as city-owned parcels uh, for utility purposes uh, would be amended to public semi-public. And uh, the amended designations will correspond with the pattern of the existing uses on site. So here is an existing zoning map. This is only outlining the parcels that are included in tonight's request of their existing zoning designations. I know it's hard to see, but I will go through each parcel. Um, and then this would be the amended zoning map. 
And then, so to begin with example number one, this is the city gym. Um, this is uh, a city-owned property located on 17th Street and Palm Avenue next to Dwyer Middle School. It is currently zoned public semi-public. Um, this, on the left, the image is showing the existing zoning map, and on the right, it is showing the existing general plan. So as you can see, they, do not, they are not consistent and they do not match. Um, open space is the intended zone uh, for commercial recreational use, and so this amendment would change the zone from the city gym to be open space um, to not only match the existing use on site, but to also match the general plan. Our second example is McAllen Park. Um, McAllen Park is a city-owned park located just south of Yorktown Avenue between Huntington Street and Delaware Street. There are multiple parcels, parcels included in this park. As you can see, the three parcels to the south of the park currently have a zoning designation of medium density residential. Um, however, the general plan um, has the entire park zone, or designated as open space. So this amendment would change the three southern parcels of the park to all be consistent to open space, uh, which is the intended zone for parks. Example three are the pump stations located on Warner Avenue. There are two pump stations um, somewhat adjacent to each other. The one on the left is zoned um, low-density residential. The one on the right is zoned general commercial. You can see on the general plan map that they are both intended to be zoned public, which is the zone or the designation for utilities. So this amendment would change both of those parcels zoning to be public, semi-public, to be consistent with the general plan. Our fourth example is Edison Park. Edison Park is a city park located at Magnolia Street and Hamilton Street. Uh, the two parcels included in this request are actually owned by Southern California Edison. As you can see on the left, the zoning map for those two uh, parcels on the south are zoned residential agriculture, and the general plan has the entire park zoned as open space. So this amendment would change those two parcels to be open space to match the rest of the parcels that are included in the park. Our next example is Bower Park. Bower Park is a city-owned park, currently zoned medium-density residential. On the left is the existing zoning map. As you can see, um, it is zoned RM, which is medium-density residential. The general plan designation is open space for parks. So this amendment would change that park to be open space for parks and recreation to match the general plan. Next, we have Bartlett Park. Bartlett Park is another city-owned park. It is located between Yorktown and Adams, just behind the Newland Center. On the left is the existing zoning map. Bartlett Park is currently zoned general commercial with a general plan designation of open space. Uh, there are three parcels included in this park that are outlined in the map there. So this amendment would change the Bartlett Park to be open space for parks and recreation to match the general plan. Now we have Wardlow Park. This park is another city-owned park located along Magnolia Street. The parcel to the right that is shaded in the gray color um, is zoned public, semi-public. As you can see here, this is the zoning map. So the general plan has the entire park designated as open space. So this amendment would have the entire park zoned open space to match. Next, we have Langenbeck Park. 
Langenbeck Park is a city owned or is a city park, but this parcel is owned by Southern California Edison. Um, this is somewhat common on the parks because there are uh, electrical lines that run through some of them. So on the left, the existing zoning map shows residential agriculture zone as the existing zone for that portion of the park. Um, the general plan has the park open space. So this amendment would change the park to be open space. Next, we have the Monroe Pacific Nursery. This parcel is located um, along Atlanta Avenue near the Santa Ana River Channel. It's currently zoned single family residential. And the general plan designation um, intended for this site is public. So with that, um, the zoning map would amend it to public semi-public to match. I do want to point out that the nursery that's existing there is existing as nonconformity. Um, and so this amendment to change uh, the site to be amended to public semi-public would not intensify that nonconformity because there are Edison utility lines that are located along the river channel. And that is uh, the intended zone and designation for the major utilities that are existing. Example 10 is Lamb Park. Lamb Park is a city-owned park that is located north of Yorktown. It is currently zoned public semi-public. Here is the existing zoning map and the existing or the general plan. And so this amendment again would change the park to be open space to match the general plan as intended for city parks. And this is our final example. This is Oakview Park. Oakview, Oakview Park is another city-owned park located east of Nichols Lane and north of Slater Avenue. It is currently zoned public semi-public. Um, and then that portion, as you can see on the right, where the park is located, because it is next to a branch library, the Oakview Branch Library, um, the portion of the park is open space. So this amendment would only change that portion um, for the Oakview Park to match the general plan. So as I mentioned uh, previously, staff has received five inquiries regarding tonight's request. Three were inquiring on further detail, and two were asking if that included any development projects. Um, staff uh, answered any questions that they had and noted that there is no development included in this request. It is only for mapping purposes. We also directed them to our community services department to inquire on any projects that are proposed on city parks. Um, with that, staff recommends approval based on the findings that the ZMA is consistent with the general plan, its goals, and policies. It's necessary to comply with California Government Code Section 65860, and that the proposed amendments will address nonconformities and bring such parcels into compliance with the general plan. And that concludes my presentation, and we're available for any questions. Thank you. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Commissioner, questions? Uh, anybody have any questions? View speakers. Oh, that's good. All right, uh, Commissioner Pellman. I have a clarification question. You know, the one park um, that was um, agriculture in part of its designation. So, what happens? Um, I happen to know that there are some people who were renting some space there to do some, you know, like uh, not gardening, but growing, you know, fruits, vegetables, things like that. Is that still going to go on even though we're re rezoning it? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Commissioner Acosta-Galvan. Yeah. 
Um, for the parcels that are zoned uh, residential, is there any concern uh, that that's taking away like from our future housing stock or is it because they're city owned, there wasn't ever really an intent to develop there? So because the general plan has them designated as public, semi-public for utilities, that is the long-term vision for that parcel. So, and it's already developed as a utility, so all we're really doing is matching the general plan. So Perfect, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Commissioner Kennedy. Uh, thank you, I wanted to, in this meeting, just again, thank you guys for, for the breakout of the parcels that made it a lot easier to digest and how you grouped them is logical and well done. Thank you for that. Just a couple quick questions. When was our previous general plan adopted prior to 20, 000, or 2017? It was in 1996, 19, if I recall correctly. So just on a moving forward, like when you see the city gym or any of these parcels, how are we cleaning up the zoning map to match now. I, I can understand if this was 2017 and we had COVID and things like that, but why is there such a uh, difference? Why were they not cleaned up to match the general plan in, in, in the 1990, what was it, 1998 you said, Mr. Ramos? Like the city gym, it's always been there. Yeah. Over the, the past few decades, we've always had efforts to, to do cleanup. In fact, I work on some of those cleanups, you know, 20 years ago. So, but it, it's an ongoing effort, and we don't always get to all of them. Okay. I mean, that's a little troubling because we talked about in the study session that to be, uh, to have an adopted plan, you have to have consistency. So I understand 2017, we're cleaning up. We had COVID, so there's, you know, there was that break. but. When we're looking back, we're cleaning up things from, you know, two decades ago. I mean, that just, it just does not seem to match what it takes to have an adopted general plan. I, I imagine there's leeway, but we're talking 20 years. We're talking decades here. So what happens on that? You know, I don't know why they didn't uh, update it at that time. Um, Occasionally, when a general plan is adopted, and I think this happened in with the 1996, the city changed all of their zoning designation acronyms, meaning that um, at one point in time, what was what is now RL, so our low density residential, it used to be R1, and so my guess is along the way things didn't get picked up, which is why we're picking them up now. Um, that's really. The only reason I would assume that, let's say, um, a consistency with for a park or something like that didn't get picked up back then. Some of the cleanups that we've worked on, I know that Ricky has worked on over the years, mm -hmm. they're generally private property owned where you have um, a property owner that's saying, hey, I can't do anything with my property. The city needs to clean these up. So the priority, at least since I've been here and probably some of the ones that Ricky worked on, were related to private properties that were owned by property owners that couldn't do anything with their properties and, and needed the cleanup, and it was less focused on you know, publicly owned properties. But my guess is the reason why they became inconsistent is when the city changed um, like zoning, like wholesale zoning designations and general plans, um, which I think happened in the 90s, um, and, and then in two, early 2000s for the zoning, maybe that's where they became inconsistent. 
So, like, for example, what you just said about a homeowner that says, hey, uh, you need to change this so I can do something because they're not conforming. They only have that 10% leeway. So um, that would, to me, be uh, either a homeowner that didn't understand the zoning when they bought it, or it would be a change in zoning after they bought it and they were not made aware of it, therefore limiting their property because the zone change without their... Uh, opt-in, opt-out, suddenly made their property non-conforming. Which do you think it is? You know, I don't know. The, some of the ones that I've seen over the years, like as I've worked the counter, have been whole streets that had inconsistent general plan and zoning, and it could have been at some point in the last, I don't know, however many decades where the zoning uh, was changed to match the use that was on the site, generally that's the case, and the general or the general plan, one of the two was changed, but the other wasn't. I don't know what that reason would have been. I mean, a lot of these properties look like they had developments on them or houses on them or or um, houses in commercial uses that look like they had been there from like the 40s and 50s. So it could have been um, where someone just elected to stay in a in a home that was then converted to commercial zoning let's say and then further along the city might have changed it back to residential it it would really be um unique to different streets different properties our our goal is really just to fix fix what's happening now you're right and understood and and that takes me back to the noticing thing that with the 2200 notices sent out and five respondents I get it on this, this is city owned property in, in Southern California Edison, but I really think if there's gonna be a, a zone change that could have an adverse effect to a homeowner, it's really the main concern, or even a business owner, or any adverse effect because of zone change, there has to be a better noticing mechanism in place than, hey, we mailed you something, or we put it in the, what, what, the, the HB wave that, I mean, what's the last time anybody's even seen the wave? I, I noticed you guys said we published it in the wave. I don't think anybody gets the wave, but I mean, I think it's important that there's some kind of a really accurate notification mechanism in place. We're talking, in this case, about 140 properties. I, I think there literally should be a piece of certified mail that goes out, uh, something that shows a record of receipt, because you're gonna have, especially if there's an adverse effect on a zoning change, somebody said, hey, I was never notified. And I just believe it's gonna be a point of contention um, because a mail piece can get lost. The U.S. mail is not that reliable. Mail gets stolen. Mail gets thrown away if it's not uh, really uh, apparent that it's a need to open. So I just think, especially on a small cleanup like this, we might want to look into a better notification mechanism. Five out of 2,200 is terrible. It would probably be better on some of the other ones, but I think we have to have something a little bit better than we sent out 2,200 mail pieces and we put something in the mail in the wave and five people responded. I don't know how you would bring that change about. Um, maybe the chair can look into it, but I mean, I think people, we have plenty of leeway coming up with this. We have a six month window, and I think a small change like that could be enacted and be nimble. We're talking about 140 parcels. Certified mail is not expensive, and I think it'd be money well spent. How could we bring that about? This body could recommend that we look into, I would say, recommend maybe look into doing more targeted outreach and then that way we can look at whether it's certified mail 
or um, making sure that we get in touch with the property owners um, as, as we move into the private property where we're converting, um, like the last two, right? Commercial and residential? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'd like to see. This body could make that direction through a minute action or something. Yeah. Chairman? Well, let's, let's get, let's, let's get yeah. down to And then my last question oh. is this. You know, on the zoning map amendment, where, like, for example, Edison, using that example, it's OSPR on the zoning map amendment, and then the general plan, it's OSP. So is there a reason there's not a, a, a match for the zoning map amendment and the general plan? Is, there, is it This would the be the match. So OSP and OSPR are the matching um, that, that's how designations. That's the zoning and the plan. Okay. Exactly. Fair enough. Thank you. Thank you, Vice Commissioner Kennedy. Uh, Commissioner Adam. Yeah, I had a similar question to Vice Chair Kennedy. First time saying that. Um, uh, it, it just, it's a very basic question, Jennifer. It, it seems like all of the, the um, corrections are from the zoning map to the general plan. So is it, is it fair to say that over the years you've had modifications to the zoning map that either that did not require modifications to the general plan or was meant over the years that we'll pick it up at the next general plan update because they're more general plan updates are more they're less frequent and more expensive right so is it is i'm just asking is it rational that there's been zoning plan changes over the years and then the idea was to make them match at the general plan update and it didn't happen i'm just if they're always done together it, it is confusing as to why you would see these disconnects, right? If they're always done together. So I'm asking, I'm just asking a very general question. Are they? I mean, it could be, we really don't know what happened, you know, along the way. When we did the 2017 general plan, we probably had a couple of hundred parcels that we uh, changed the general plan to match the zoning designation. Um, and so this is, when we, when we looked at all of the properties, we looked at whether we needed to change the general plan to match the zoning or the zoning to match the general plan. We took care of the general plan in 2017 with the update, and this is now the follow-up to take care of the zoning. Thank you. Okay. Um, I just have a, a, a couple comments. Uh, as we get into this process later in the year, especially when it's under you know, the, the last two, part five and part six, commercial resident and residential. I think some of the, the comments uh, Vice Commissioner, or Vice Chairman Kennedy made, is, is are, they're gonna be good. We should, we should explore uh, a little bit better notification uh, methodology when it affects commercial building owners and residential, you know, residents that are in the 300 foot is that what we're doing? About 300 foot uh, circumference of you know from where the, the 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 project is, all homes within 300 feet. That is the minimum. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that's what we're that's what we're sticking to here on each of these. Correct. You know, especially when the when the when the zoning is going to change. I know there's a couple projects that we looked at uh, a couple months ago in downtown Huntington Beach that are. Really changing, you know, the significantly the the zoning of uh, properties that there are there's residents on. So we need to make sure that we we notice uh, people in that neighborhood because they may be in similar situations as uh, this one on Main and Sixth Street, I think it was. Uh, but that's all I have to say. So uh, we can move on. Oh, wait a minute. What? what? Oh. 
Commissioner Pellman. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I, have a, I just want to clarify, I think I believe I asked this question three months ago when we last met um, about Measure C. All these parks have nothing to do with Measure C, the changes, right? Correct, yeah, the zoning cleanup does not trigger measure C. Okay, thank you. Okay, let's see where we're at now. So Jennifer, if we, if we were to make a minute action to call for a different notification methodology, would, would we do it now and, and just speak in general terms or what would you recommend? I would do it when you take action, so I would um, op have the public hearing first and then when the planning commission is taking actions and making deliberations after that, you could do a minute action. Thank you. Okay. With no further questions, according to my screen here, we will now open the public hearing. Do we have any speakers? We have no one signed up for public comments. Okay. Are there any other speakers? Are there any other speakers? Apparently not. We will now close the public hearing. Planning commissioners, we will now deliberate on this item. Any deliberation? No, I mean, I'm, oh. ready, I'm ready to motion and approve it, and obviously if there wants to be an amendment towards, a modification towards um, notification, I'm fine with that. Okay, so, um, Commissioner Wood. I'll second that. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just before we, before we vote, I, I wanted to uh, show my appreciation to staff for the time that they, they put into putting this together for all of us and for splitting the parcels out. Uh, I think that'll make things a little bit more palatable for all of us going forward. So I appreciate the effort and uh, thank you very much. And I will I'll just add in before we call for the vote. The, the, the package you gave us, this was excellent, excellent, excellent. I speak for myself and say I love big pictures and big writing on there. That was very good and it's very easily to under, easy to understand, so thank you. Okay, let's see. Do we have a motion on this? Let's do it over again. Sure. I, yeah, I, I'm going to make a motion to amend the current zoning map to bring 17 parcels, uh, zoning map amendment number 23-001. Mapping Consistency Cleanup Project, City Parks and City Properties to a uh, motion to approve um, with a request, to get the wording right, that the, the Planning Commission recommend different options for noticing at the next meeting. Is that, is that a, a to staff to provide different notification methods at the next meeting uh, to move this forward? I'll second. Thank you. We have a first and a second. Uh, shall we vote? We want to make sure you incorporate the motion for the CEQA uh, determination as well. Where did I miss that? So under recommended action, it's letter A. Oh, sorry. Did I miss it? Sorry about this. Yeah. Yeah. And find the proposed project exempt from additional environmental review pursuant to section 15183 
and recommend approval of zoning Mac amendment number 23-001 to the city council with findings attachment one. Second. We have all eyes, motion carries. The Planning Commission's action on uh, this item will be forwarded to City Council. All right, next uh, we go come to our consent calendar. So uh, the first uh, order is to approve the Planning Commission meetings, Planning Commission minutes dated September 26, 2023. Do I have a motion to approve those minutes? I'll move approval. Oh, you go. You go. Commissioner Wood. Yeah. I'll make the motion to approve the uh, September 26th. And I'll second. Okay. Shall we vote? We have all eyes. Motion carries. Okay. Our next uh, item on the consent calendar is... Uh, uh, item 24-074, and that's to approve Planning Commission meeting minutes dated October 10th, 2023. Uh, do we have a motion to approve those? Just a note, I have to abstain from this one. Okay. I'll make a motion to approve the minutes from the October 10th, 2023 meeting. I'll second. We have four ayes, Commissioners Acosta-Galvan, Adam, and Wood abstain. Motion carries. All right. Planning items. Planning Commission advisory boards and committees. Um, we need to discuss those. Uh, do we do that right here, uh, Tracy? Okay. You can ask uh, commissioners if they have a preference because it went out in uh, the email, and or they can email Mr. Ramos, and he can get back with you, and you two can, can discuss it. Yeah, we can do it here. I mean, we're all sitting here. I am going to withdraw from the design review board, and uh, I was hope I don't know if this is a nominating thing, but I would like Oscar. Uh, to become be the liaison on the design review board, if he would accept. Yeah, absolutely. I, I saw the attachment that I was actually going to request to be put on because uh, I was the only one that didn't have a committee for twenty twenty four. I was going to help you with that. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I was a little sad, but <laughs> but I was going to request, you know, to be on some sort of committee. It didn't matter if it was uh, an alternate or liaison, but yeah, I'd gladly accept the design review board. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, let's see. Anybody else want to volunteer for Chairman Twining? I'd I'd like to ask to stay as the uh, member on the Southeast Huntington Beach. Um, you want to you you want to stay on that? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, that's fine. Anybody? Oh, and Chairman Twining, I I do have a. There's only there's a three thirty meeting. There's. On Wednesday is particularly tough for a family work conflict yeah. every Wednesday, every, every for, for the remainder of the year. So 
I will, I will have a difficult time getting to that meeting, even though it's every other month. Um, I'm for the Economic Development Committee. So I, I, okay. if there's anybody on this committee that would like to, I'm offering that up. I just, I can be an alternate, but I, I have a big conflict at that time. It's easier for 435, but on Wednesday in particular. Commissioner Acosta Galvan, would you like that one? Um, I unfortunately would not be able to make it work with my work schedule. Um, I was also going to request if I could be switched to an alternate on uh, Historic Resources Committee. Um, is that getting to that meeting is proving difficult with work. I get that. Yeah. I, I would like to be on the Historic Resources Board then, because that's a better time for me than. Take a note. <laughs> I, I, I fell behind on that. my notes. If that's okay. So, okay, good. Okay, what's left uncovered right now? Uh, design Review Board alternate. Uh, could I do that? Oh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So, Commissioner Acosta Galvan will be alternate on DRB. Oh, my apologies. I have a, a meeting every Thursday. I'm sorry. Uh, she was withdrawn for consideration. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I, I'll tell you what. Does anybody else want to be? Come back on, up? come on, but you can skip golf. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was just you, you had to fill out a form 700 now. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. We were talking about golf in the in the, yeah, yeah. the background. So. Um, all right, you can put me on as alternate for DRB, and then you just let me know if you can't make it up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, for good. sure, I think I can make. Yeah, yeah. I can make this. Okay. What's, what's anything else? The only one uncovered is Economic Development Committee, unless. That's the one you're getting off of. Yeah, unless Commissioner Wood wants to. Sorry, I'm not putting you on the spot. Yeah, here. if it was any other day than Wednesday, I could, but I Is can't that golf do. Day? No, no, no I just can't. I know somebody gave me a golf joke. So, um, okay, go ahead and put me on that. If if my schedule changes, Chair, I can I will let you know. How about we put. Uh, I can be alternate on yeah. that, and I'll, and I'll, like I said, I have some flexibility, but I, I need to. Commissioner Adam can be the alternate. Thank you. How's our coverage now? How are we looking? Well, who do you have in the first position? Me. Oh, you took it. Okay. All right. Well, that's a good thing. I think we got those covered. Um, let's see. Next item on our on our uh, planning items is code of ethics annual review and acknowledgement. Yeah, we just wanted to remind you that uh, it's time for the code of ethics annual review, and for the new the four newest commissioners, we have the blank forms for you guys to sign and turn it to staff, acknowledging that you received the code the code of ethics. That's really all we have on that one. Yes. Yes, I, I've turned mine in, and my. Chairman Kennedy's got his right up here. Did everybody else fill theirs out and turn them in, new, new, newbies? Okay. Well, the next regularly scheduled meeting of the Huntington Beach Planning Commission is set for Tuesday, February 13th at 6 p.m. right here in the council chambers. Uh, if there's no nothing else to, to do... Wait, wait. What? Whoa. Go ahead. I have a question. It, this is for city staff. Um, I think the
Planning Commission uh, Academy is coming up. It's in Long Beach. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, I sent an email out oh, today sorry. to you the did. commissioners. Oh, okay. Yeah. Feel okay. free to take a look and let us know if you're interested. Sorry, I got <laughs> a busy day. I I um, just let you know I emailed you. Okay. Thank you. Okay, with that, with that if, as long as there, if there's nothing else to discuss tonight, uh, this meeting is not yet adjourned because I think Mr. Rosas has something to say. Chair, there's just one thing uh, left is to um, ask the planning commissioners if they have any comments before we adjourn. So we just ask each commissioner if they have any comments. Oh, okay, before we close, thank you. Uh, we'll just start at that end and with the... Uh, it's, it's almost too late to say it, but Happy New Year to you all. Glad to be back and look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks. Again, I wanted to thank Mr. Ramos and staff uh, for doing the direction of the commission for splitting up the whole uh, 141 parcels and making it very clear. Um, so thank you. And, and I know it was... A challenge to do that so thank you again and um, anyway uh, hope everybody has a, a good year and thank you I've given my thanks for the the well-done work and I'd like to welcome mr. Papa John welcome I want to just say just you know continue the message carry the message of Happy New Year uh, even though it's a little late about 23 days. Uh, welcome our, our new uh, senior deputy city attorney, uh, Nick Papa John, uh, and and say thank you to my uh, my uh, colleagues up here for a first year of having us and and teaching us the ropes. Thank you, all of you. I just want to reiterate our thank or my thanks to uh, Commissioner Pellman for her uh, work as chairman last year. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I just echo the same thing that my colleagues mentioned and looking forward to another great year. Uh, yeah, Happy New Year and looking forward to the rest of the year working together. Good Thank night. you.